Hey, hey. Hello. Welcome to this champagne. Oh, it cut off. Did you hear that? I did. Okay, I'll, I'll run it back. Welcome to the Champagne Wives podcast. I'm your host, Kelly. And I'm your co-host, Nicole. And happy Black History Month. Yes, happy first day of Black History. Yeah. Yes. Excited about all that's coming up this month. Hold on, we're having technical. Let me try to fix this. Excited for all the activities that are going to happen. Um, well, actually, okay. um, can we take a moment also? Because today kicks off Lunar New Year. Oh, yeah. Um, so <coughs> I know we have a diverse uh, listening base. Um, so Lunar New Year also kicks off, and it's the Year of the Tiger. But mm -hmm. ba back to Black History Month. So, yeah, so happy Black History Month. Looking forward to, I don't know, I don't do anything special in Black History Month. No? Do you do anything special? I don't, let me think. I don't do, no, nothing to commemorate it. But I did tell my coworkers today on the call, happy Black History <laughs> <laughs> It's a celebration, bitches. It's a, I was like, first of all, happy Black History Month. The first day of Black Let's History Month. Um. But this is also the start of semi-dry February for me because I am going to try to curtail some of the drinking <laughs> that I've been doing in the, um, the last few weeks. And so can't do a completely dry February right. because I have a lot of, you know, things coming up, mm -hmm. um, engagements, but yeah. definitely going to try to do a semi-dry February, which is why tonight um, we're going to just uh, not be dry. Pop, right. Not pop, right? <laughs> be dry. So December was wet. Yeah. December very. was definitely a wet December. Holidays, all of that stuff. Right? January for me was wet, wet. Soaking wet. Girl. <laughs> I can't. I don't even know. I told you. I was like, girl, I feel like I'm spiraling. So, um, yeah, so I'm going to try to do a semi-dry February. Yeah. And so that, you know, we won't be popping tonight because of that. But we'll see how that goes. So I, you guys pray for me. I support. Yes. I as, support. I, as I try to do the right thing and, and get my life together. Yeah. And, uh, I think it's important. Yeah, Everything in moderation. Absolutely. Everything in moderation. And I had a, a lot of um, January January outings, right? Where Same like, here. I was, I was hydrating with water, um, and I was actually quite surprised um, that I was able to do it. Um, but I, I will tell you that definitely felt better waking up. Yep. On the other side of those outings, yep. um, knowing that uh, the liquor wasn't, you know, still coursing through my veins. So Absolutely. Now, support I, you, I say it all the time. It ages you. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, nothing's wrong with taking a little break. But, you know, we still the champagne wives. love mm -hmm. champagne. But, you know, I'm just taking a little break. So, so speaking of wet, wet <clears throat> January, <laughs> what are we talking about today? Sis? So we're going to go ahead and get, in, uh, get into our topic. You know, so last week we talked about, you know, connection versus compatibility and, you know, just which one we preferred, right, in a relationship. And so after that, we started to get some questions about how to build connection. Mm -hmm. um, in some ways, we keep it sexy or spicy in our relationships with everything we have going on mm -hmm. and all of the roles we have and hats that we wear, right? Right. So this week, I wanted to dive into that, right? Huh. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'll go ahead and 
and kick it off. <laughs> and so, you know, for me, connection was super, imp- I mean, co- compatibility, I'm sorry. Compatibility <laughs> was super important to me. And I said that, you know, basically you could build a connection. And so I think a part of, of um, building connection with, you know, your significant other really starts with, um, you know, what they like, right? Like really just being intentional about understanding that person's love language Mm -hmm. and how they want to be loved and in doing those things. Right. And so I know for me in my marriage, my husband, uh, his love language is like touch, physical, physical touch. touch. He loves that. And Mm -hmm. I, I, that does, that's not mine. Mm -hmm. Like, I literally can be left alone in my room, girl. Lights out, dark. Give me my girl, nothing, my piece of my time. But he likes that, right? So I have to be intentional, intentional about doing that. He also likes to spend quality time together, Mm. and so also being intentional about the amount of time that I spend with him. Not. And not just the amount of time, but kind of what happens in the time that we spend together. Right. And so I think, you know, if we're talking about building connection, for me, mm-hmm. it, it starts there, right? With understanding your partner's desires and just kind of trying and, and trying to meet them where they are at. Right. And what, do you, what do you think? Do you agree <laughs> with that or do you disagree with that? Um. Let me just start off by saying that I am incredibly uncomfortable about this topic, but I am leaning in. Lean in, sis. And the good sis told me that um, that this would be a topic that she would have my back in. So, I got you. Um, so, no, I agree. I think understanding and knowing the love language um, of your partner is so important, right? Um, and it's one you're going to hit a brick wall every single time if you try to meet your partner from the place from which you want, like you want to be Well, you want, exactly. You know, so I do think that it's important to make sure that you become fluent in your partner's love language so that you and your partner can can connect, you can jive. Um, For me, um, I, I probably, I am fluent, I would say, in physical touch. That's my preference. Mm-hmm. Um, my secondary language I feel like my secondary language is words of affirmation. I'm a Leo moon, yeah, so me I mean, I need that. Like, validation is yeah. important. Um, and okay. then my third is probably, you know, gifts. Um, I do like gifts a lot, but um, physical touch is probably the primary one for me. And then I think about my husband. So his love language is acts of service. He is... Um, one who will give the service, um, and it could be in any any way, right? And right. <laughs> that sounds wild, but in any way. <laughs> but he's acts of service. Like if if you know, I got I did a whole bunch of cooking, and I have nothing left in, in in me to clean the kitchen. Like he'll he'll do the dishes, right? Like, and that's the way that he kind of shows that he cares and that he loves. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's important to make sure that you understand where your partner is coming from and equally your partner has to understand the language that you speak and what resonates with you. I think that's a super, I mean, a really great point because, again, it goes back to what I said about intentionality because we all know the things that we want and we desire. And, and a lot of times we 
um, try to give those same things to our partners and Mm -hmm. they, you know, may not necessarily receive it because that's not how they want to be treated in a relationship. And sometimes, you know, it can be, oh, well, I mean, I like it. I don't understand why this person does not. But just having an understanding that each individual is different and, you know, who they are, who they are, their personality, um, you know, how they were raised and their experiences kind of shaped how they feel love. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think that's huge. And that's why for me, it's, it was, you know, the number one thing that I, um, that helps me, you know, increase or create connection in my relationship. Another thing mm-hmm. I work on is myself. And I saw a meme um, or a post, it was the other day, and it was just like, you know, you can't show up for other people, mm-hmm. um, you know, wholeheartedly without taking care of yourself first. And I know for me, what makes me confident, and I think that you have to have a lot of confidence, right, when you're tapping into your sexuality and, right, trying to create a connection between you and your partner. It's like doing things that take care of myself, like all of the self-maintenance things, like obviously. All the the, the checklist. All of it, girl. The checklist. The checklist. From the hair to the lashes, the, the nails, nails, the feet, the waxes, all oh, the mean, waxes. I mean, whatever floats your boat, like shout, lasers. Shout out, shout out to my esthetician. Oh, you a real one. I see you, Drew. <laughs> and a lot of us see you too. But shout out to Drew. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the newest client. She's the newest client. Shout I'm the out newest to client. Drew. No promo, but shout out to Drew at Barrett Bold. She's a real one. I've um, been following her for years. But yeah, so many things on the checklist, right? Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like we have to do to like feel good about ourselves so that we can feel good about giving ourselves. Giving ourselves. And, it, you know, everybody's. Um, I guess threshold of what makes them confident is different, right? Again, I'm yeah. talking from my perspective. You'll speak from your perspective. But for me, it's making sure that I do take care of myself, making sure that, you know, I work out. You know, I, I'm, I'm confident in the way that my body looks. I'm confident in, you know, the way that um, I'm eating. I'm eating healthy, right? Yeah. And, you know, taking care of my body in that way as well. Um, I think that that helps me to be able to, again, just tap into like the sexier side because um, obviously confidence is, uh, plays a big role for me. Now, whatever, you know, our listeners, whatever makes you feel confidence, obviously, you know, that is, yeah, that's, that's your thing, but just um, whatever, it is for you specifically, right. right? Tap into it. Yeah. No, definitely agree with the the workout part. Um, child, I just remember being on the other side of my second child. I hadn't put on 62 quality pounds of baby weight and not feeling it. Like yeah. I had done all the hair, the nails, everything. It was like, okay, yeah, oh my God. Nicole's got a groove back. <laughs> it's coming. It, but... The body part for me prevented me from feeling like I even wanted to, like, create the sexy time. Yeah. And made some significant changes and got really focused on wanting to just be the best physical version of myself as well as the best kind of mother, wife, and, you know, mental version of myself for my own, you know, my own sanity. And I don't know after really dialing in and doing the workout thing, like, Oh, you, <laughs> 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 you were at this, yeah, 
yes, that's true. Yes, you are a whole you know, new you, 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 it, a it, whole new bitch. Yes, a whole new bitch with I with your swear, husband. Yes, it, it it again for us. It it helps, and I and I feel that way about like waxing, right? Because <laughs> the way sis was trying to shave it. Listen, listen. To each their own. Each if you the, if you want to nair, if you want to v, if you want to shave, I've, I've tried it all. Some of us don't have the constitution down there to be able to do that. Some of us need quality waxing to be able to make sure that that thing is like like a runway. But it it makes a difference. So again, <laughs> my recommendation, and I can, and, and I've been a person to try to fight it. Right, like right. nah, I'm gonna do this. <laughs> I'm gonna try that. I can't do it. It's painful. Is this right. and that? But when it's done, I don't know. It just the best it's the best it it's, does it's definitely uh, a confidence booster best. it um you know it just makes everything feel better tmi but i TMI, remember but one I'm day just... one day um last summer um i had just come back from my session my wax session mm-hmm. and um you were like where were you i was like i just got waxed and you were like what and i was like what did look, I say? Look. Did you? Oh, you did. Oh, you did. I remember I you, showed you. You up. raised your whole dress up. I was like, this bitch is crazy. Like, yes. I was like, I could have gone my whole life without seeing your cat, but it's okay. Friendship. Yeah. Okay. No, absolutely. And that's the confidence. I would say that's the confidence. That's the confidence. Exactly. And so. In person. And I've gone back and forth over the years, but, you know, again, sometimes I just get tired or I get you know comfortable and I'm just like I can't do this anymore right I, I just you need get, a break Sometimes I need a break your exactly. skin needs a break you, you listen that's why I go into protective styles for my hair because sometimes <laughs> my like my hair needs a break so I get it it applies to everything so that's a question yes um because I'm still very uncomfortable about the topic no. but when we th- when you talk about like understanding like your husband's love language yes. and the things like for some of the folks that are listening, without being like over, over, di- I guess descriptive and disclosing too much, like, what are some of the things that like you might do, right, to try and just make sure that you are preserving the sexy outside of kind of the self care that you just described? Yeah, no, that's a good question, and I always think back to like the cater to you song, and I think that oh, like yeah, a, a, a few. I don't know, months ago or a year ago, I don't know, remember, but it was, there was some, like, controversy around, like, the lyrics in the Cater to You song, and it was just about, you know, I, I keep it right, keep my figure tight, you know, mm-hmm. rocking the hottest outfits, when you come home late, tap me on my shoulder, I'll roll over. Like, for me, that's <laughs> it. For me, <clears throat> I mean, that's it. Like, I just... You know, I, I, I like to look good. My mom has this saying, and I'm going to quote my mom again. She was just like, always look like the girlfriend, never the wife. And so when we go out, I make sure that I look really nice, right? Mm-hmm. I, I dress nice. I smell good. You know, I want to look good when I'm with my man. And right. not with my man, right? Like, it doesn't have to necessarily be him, be with him, but I just take a lot of pride, pride. in my appearance and yeah. how I show up in the world. Yeah. Girl, another thing I did was I cleared out my nighttime clothes drawer <laughs> oh. and I did a complete rehaul on like the things that I went to sleep in mm-hmm. and you know that was important for me because I didn't want to you know always go to bed 
looking like, you know, looking frumpy. I feel I feel like you can still um, be comfortable, but also look sexy when you're going to sleep in, yeah, in, your, like, in your pajamas. Nice. And you're all, you know, we black. Like, we already going to have on, like, our scarves or our <laughs> bonnet or whatever. <laughs> That's just the least we could do. <laughs> Like, we already got to go to hell. But, you know, I even bought me some nice, uh, really nice silk scarves, yeah. right? I don't always wear a bonnet. Sometimes I do. I'm not above it or below it. Okay. I have a bonnet okay. just like the rest of y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but I did do an overhaul on my um, my night clothes drawer. And I and you don't have to buy expensive stuff. I mean, right. I get a lot of stuff from Fashion Over, girl. Just stuff that's going to have your cheeks out. Like, <laughs> midriffs. Like, just something cute, you know, and to go to bed in. I love I love that because, listen, your girl probably is sleeping in some oversized things and could probably reel it in. So, <laughs> listen, that's my homework. That's my key takeaway from today because um, I'm in the bonnet. I'm in the scaf or the scarf, depending on how you decide to pronounce it. And I'm in the... Uh, I'm in the... I'm in the... I'm in the frumpy clothes that you're describing. Are you really? I mean, so, listen... I mean, full disclosure, my husband will tell you this. I mean, if we, I'll just say this. If we ever had someone break into our house, it'd be a problem because, like, I, I would have to go get, get clothes first, right? Because I just, less is more. Like, my husband will tell you, like, when I get home, I'm just like, oh, these clothes are so restrictive. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, when it, like, when I get ready to go to bed, I'm probably putting on the frumpies. Really? I'm probably, but, but, you know, I've also done some investment in the last year. Yeah. And, you know, my Fashion Nova mid-drift s- s- skim, take take on skims outfits. But sometimes I'm just in those oversized And things. sometimes that's fine. I'm not saying, like, you got to be 100 for 100, but I'm just saying <laughs> overall, like, right. you can be, you know, mostly right. going to be a front. Or you could. It's on you. Again, this is just my opinion. I'm not an expert. This is just the things that have worked for me in the past. <laughs> like. And they are still working now, for me right? currently. <laughs> um, you know, I just, I did a, just a, a complete overhaul. Even my sweats, though, even when I go, if I do wear sweats, they're cute sweats, right? Yeah. They fit cute. Yeah. You know, I wear it with, like, a cute shirt or something like that, yes. a nice, t- like, a, a sexy top. Right. Um, but, you know, sometimes, I, of course, when I'm sick or whatever, you know, I don't really care. You're going to get what you're going to get. You're going to get what you're going to get. <laughs> But for the most part, you know, men are visual. Like, you know, they, they so like they like to see something. It's that part. It's that part. So men are visual. And I've got to remember that. Yes. I've got to remember that. Because I don't think I always remember that. Yeah. And sometimes you like. it's okay. Life. Life, yeah. right? Like, you just get stuck in the routine. Like, That's why we're having the discussion. Yeah, the kids, the who's running the kids here, soccer, baseball, lacrosse, whatever, football, whatever the case may be. You're running the kids around. And by the time you get home and you take that shower and everyone's eaten and the kids are gone, like the last thing you were thinking about is sexy time. Yeah. Right? What you're thinking about is, I just can't wait. Like, I, I just want to go take a bath. Take this bath, take the shower at the hottest level. <laughs> Put put this, wash this face, tone it, moisturize it, do my nighttime routine. And not and be bothered. Literally roll over and be like, night, night. Exactly. No, <laughs> we all do, right? And yeah. that's why I said at the beginning, like, you have to be intentional about mm-hmm. that because it is easy with everything that we have going on yeah. to, you know, 
just when we have those moments to just be like, okay, I just want this time to be for me, right? right? And and there's nothing wrong with that. And we can take those moments, absolutely. But you also have to consider the person that you, you're with, right? Mm-hmm. And also the relationship, right? And right. if you want to continue to create a connection or build a connection, then right. um, you, you're going to have to to do those things. I will say, too, another thing, like flirting, sexy text messages, like yeah. being, you know, and this is hard for me, right? Because, first of all, I'm from southeast Louisiana, by way of New Orleans, a very strong person, very mm-hmm. strong woman. Yes. So I've definitely had to tap into my femininity, and I think we both are, right? We've had this conversation. Had this conversation. Finding that divine feminine. She's in there. I'm like, wait, wait where there. is she, girl? I had to do some soul searching for this sister, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I had to, I had to, girl, swim deep, right. deep, deep, deep down. Mm. And um, but you know, to to get there, I just took cues from the people that were around me, you know, who had that energy and um, just kind of tapped into what they were doing or how right. they showed up to mm. find it for myself. No, right. <laughs> Listen, and this is you know when you think about people having people in your in your inner circle that honestly are there to, and we've put posts up about this, but that are there to help you just be a better version of yourself, like. Yeah. You and I have had a lot of conversations about like tapping into your divine feminine, and yeah. it's art. It's it is. I've watched art. the videos uh, though, girl. I have. Book. Remember, I sent you that you that did. YouTube video. You like it's all out there. Send it's a it to thing. Me again, sis, I'm gonna send it to listen, you again. It's like needed. it's literally a thing. Like it is it, divine feminine energy is yeah. like really a thing, and when women can it tap is. into it, like that's why we're the strongest mm. creatures on the earth because mm-hmm. we have. This the power, power. exactly. This power. And we so do. Th- if we were able to tap into the power that we have, like, wholeheartedly, then, I mean, we could just accomplish anything, child. Like You're absolutely right. And I, there's so much out there. The TikToks will be out there about, like, divine femininity and, like, tapping into that divine feminine within you. But then there's also the other side that's like, well, listen, like, if you're stuck in your in your feminine masculine energy, which seems like such a dichotomy, it's because you don't have blah, 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 that's yeah. allowing you to feel a certain way to be able to release that divine feminine. And, um, you know, I will disagree with that. I will disagree with that because I do believe that there is a lot just in general in life, right, that women go through. If you Mm -hmm. were raised by a single mom and, like, all you saw was her literally blocking and tackling to make sure that, like, you're successful or, um, you know, you're an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. and you're in or you've done work, a lot of your business or a lot of your work has you working with men and you've got to, like, turn off that femininity so that you can be respected in that corporate space or whatever, yeah. whatever business space that is for you, yeah, um, that becomes learned behavior. It does, and that's how you typically will show up. And I will tell you, like, I, I'm a victim of that. Like, definitely a victim of that. And that's why I, I genuinely appreciate our friendship and sisterhood because you are helping me become more aware of that right and you've given me some very honest feedback yes. about um and i've received it she did <laughs> and am, i'm like i have received with it. love yes it's coming from a place of love i know Absolutely. it's not coming from any other place but there and so um you know to to the women who are listening to us um who you know have that boss bitch energy that like 
maybe have had to figure out how to survive and like turn that off. Like, and if you're in a relationship and you're struggling with figuring out how to tap back into that when it feels safe and organic to do so, like, Look Look at ways that you can try and find to do that. Like, yeah. I, I don't have the answer for you because a bitch is over here <laughs> struggling nervous. and nervous about this, right? right. Um, it's so crazy, right? Because, I again, I know. to your point, <clears throat> this is what, I mean, nature, right? When mm-hmm. you think about, like, the history of, like, a woman and how she's supposed to be a helpmate. Like, we're we're the only ones that can do the things that we do, right, from an mm-hmm. anatomy standpoint, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so tapping into that feminine energy should be something that comes Naturally, natural easily. and easily. Yeah. And because of all of the things that you mentioned, like, you know, being raised maybe in a single-parent home, seeing a strong mother who had to, you know, work and be both yeah. a mother and father right. or you know you're in a corporate situation where you're working with a lot of men and you have to try to get your respect you know all those things can um or even if you've been in a bad relationship before right you love right. the wrong person yeah and they hardened yeah. your heart right mm-hmm. um but there are ways right that we can um overcome those examples, those situations that we've had in our lives to tap back into the energy because yeah. it is, um, it's very freeing and it's very powerful. I think, I think it is. And I've had a couple of moments probably in the last week where I feel like I have done, based on the conversations that we've had, I've done more work in that space and it does, Yay. does feel It does. It, it feels very freeing. It does. And we'll say that. It does. But don't get it twisted, okay? Just because I'm over here with this masculine, feminine energy doesn't mean that, um, <laughs> doesn't mean that, you know, that worst case scenario. Listen, this is a, we're trying to keep this somewhat uh, clean, so it's not a worst case scenario situation. But I think what I, what, so for, I'll tell you from my perspective, because I know we have perspectives. I know we have some men that do listen. And I do want to talk about from a man's perspective, like as if you're looking to like try and you know I don't know get the get the pop the the cork popped for your woman. Yeah, couple of things that I thought about as we were preparing for this. Okay, so a chick like me who appreciates physical contact doesn't want you walking past me without making physical contact with me so if like i'm in the kitchen Ooh, that is deep listen if i'm I, in the kitchen doing something or like i just happen to be on the couch i you need to touch me girl let me tell you, you those ass taps listen, are ass taps hands on something. the waist grazing yes. and if i feel something poke through like <laughs> listen you need yeah. to touch me don't walk past me without touching me because I agree. that's going to be like a, a quick door close. But if you want to just like open the door, peek through the door, touch me. Right. Um, <laughs> anyway, touch me. Don't matter. I mean, no, not, not, not no stranger. <laughs> Double negative there. But like, if we're no, your man, if my man, listen, hubby, if we're in the kitchen and you see me doing something, put your hands on my hips and walk past me and just graze past that me. Is let me feel so that thing. True. Girl, let me tell you. And, I didn't know that I was, 
I'm not a really physical touch person, mm-hmm. but those little connections mm. throughout the day yes. are just like everything. And then when he doesn't do it, I'm like, what's wrong with you? Right, right. exactly. Why not? <laughs> what's what's going what on? Are you okay? What happened? And I promise you, a little touch here, a little touch there is going to help me. Because when it's time for me to get out of the shower, it is time for me to put on that lotion and go into Not the put on the lotion. Put on the lotion. It is time for me to go to the drawer. Either I'm going to the drawer with the frumpy pajamas, or I'm going to the drawer that has the things in it. Right? Or are you not even putting on anything at all? See, see. <laughs> no. I'll just slide into the bed, and be like, "Ooh, these sheets feel so good," and you know, and then it's on and popping. So I would just say to the men that are listening, and you know, we'll we'll talk about. I think of- this could be we could roll this into a whole new episode because yes, I think that I think, I, so. I think that you know we have this episode for like women, and then next week we can talk about things that men can do to right. increase the connection in their relationships because yes. I think from a woman's perspective, obviously, mm-hmm. um, because I think it goes both ways. I yeah. think both people have to play a part in that. I agree. So we so can definitely we'll, talk about some of the things the that we love. Should we invite the husbands? We should invite the husbands. Okay. I think that'll be a good idea. Okay, okay. Husbands, get ready. <laughs> Audience, get ready. <laughs> yeah, listen. <laughs> get, ready get ready for that part. So listen, um, there's so much more that we could talk about on this subject. Oh um, my God, this 30 minutes went by so fast. It, it did. And I think um, our audience would definitely appreciate some additional discussion on this. So, you know, we'll figure out a way to weave this in. But listen, as a as a woman who is working on trying to find her divine feminine, I will say, if you have suggestions, if you have recommendations, we'll talk about how you can get in contact with us in, in a little bit. But definitely want to hear the recommendations for sure yes for sure okay what works for you sis help us let us know and we'll share like Mm -hmm. we'll share the next time we're on the on the um on our podcast like i mean look we have to help each other out it's a community it's a community it's definitely a community it's a whole community here so um i feel like it's time for our Weekly segment, my favorite, What's Poppin'? What's Poppin'? So, Kels, last time I went first, I'm going to have you go first, but what's poppin' for you? Okay, so what's poppin' for me, and I'm probably going to steal your thunder. Likely. <laughs> but it's okay. Riri is pregnant. Yes! I was so, I was like, why did I, like, screech when I heard I was like, hey. I know, I like, know, I know. Why I'm so happy, but that is, like, the so biggest thrilled. news, I think, of the week right now, that she is pregnant with so ASAP Rocky's baby, and I think everybody has, like, the same feeling towards it, like, just pure excitement. Excitement. So I stand for Rihanna. I know you do. You sent, you sent that picture to me in a text. <laughs> like, sis, I see this. I've seen it a hundred times. I just. I just, I stand for her. Maybe it's because it's my Caribbean roots. I don't know. Maybe it's because she's just a fantastic, um, an eclectic artist. Um, but I've been to, every time she's come to Houston, I've been at her show. Yeah. Um, and I just think that, you know, she is, she's gone through a lot. And she's been with partners who probably haven't appreciated her. And so it's so nice for her, for us to see her with someone who yeah. seemingly has adored her for a long time. Yeah. And it's I no somebody played a real back or something of their relationship. I was like, I didn't even know they had been like oh, yeah. dealing for as long as it appeared that they had been. 
can we talk about the power of manifestation? Because oh yeah, you know we believe he, in that heavily. Yeah, he did that. He he, he manifested. There, you can find interviews of him uh, talking about how he. Like, Rihanna is his prototype. Rihanna is who he wants to be with. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, like, before they even started dating. Yes. That's he the energy that happen. I'm talking about. And then once he got her, he made it abundantly clear that he wasn't letting her go. Yeah. And what I can appreciate it is, is that it wasn't a whole bunch of celebrity celebrity mumbo-jumbo, right, where they get pregnant, <clears throat> and then all of a sudden they start dating. Yeah. No. It was a situation where they dated probably for about two years, and then this happened. Well, so I love that for so them. And talking for about tapping into like your sexuality, Rihanna mm. is just like the poster child for sexy. <sighs> the, epitome. the epitome of sexy. So yes. congrats to Riri. Congrats to Riri. Yes. Like, to she, I know she can't hear this now, but maybe one day, child. Uh, one she, day. She's listening to the listen, podcast. Episode Riri, 10. We love you. The, we are part of the Navy. And listen, we were over here talking about Riri, where's this music? No, oh, no. She was let, busy. No, she was busy. She's, busy. She's very busy, baby. So let's let her let continue her hold to be that a billionaires and make these babies. Yes. And um, the music will come when the time feels right. I have one more thing, though, because <laughs> yeah. this one is just, uh, it was so good. I have to plug it. Um, Janet Jackson's documentary. <gasps> Are you going to do that? Oh, my, my God. We're on the same. So we don't talk about the what's popping. We I just, we, we, don't. we don't talk about it with each other. We don't plan this. We no, just we come don't. up and talk about it. It was so good. Oh, my God. It was so good. Oh, my God. It was so, I did not even expect it to be as good I as know, it me was. Me either. Me either. I binged Did you watch all four? Everything. Me too. I binged me it. Too. And I even, like, rewatched certain episodes. Did you? Because I was like. I'm going to go and rewatch, rewatch it. I want to. Definitely two. Rewatch two. And a little bit of three. Okay. So, girl, you know, Jermaine Dupree's getting dragged. I not getting dragged. He had the nerve to laugh. You could say that you cheated on this queen. Listen. And then you had the nerve to giggle, to giggle. on her documentary. Oh, I was like, you cheated yo. on her before you got your teeth oh fixed. Let's my. talk about oh, that. Oh, he did. Before he got his teeth and fixed. And she was, was talking was about having this man's babies baby. and marrying him. Listen, oh, my God. Listen, I, I feel a whole lot of ways. Girl. And then she was talking about Jermaine. He would just go out and stay out to the club. Like, what grown man. Like, I could just imagine being... Being in a situation Child. with somebody who's just always out in the club and not coming home until early in the morning. Like, but can we talk about the fact that, like, you're a hip hop producer who looks like a water beetle <laughs> before you got your teeth fixed? No shade, but Still. facts are facts. Girl. And I you're can't. with Janet. Janet Jackson. Like, Miss Jackson, if you're prime, nasty. Like not, in her prime, yeah. she was 40 and popping. Like, yeah. they showed those the images from her 40th birthday party, and mm -hmm. she looked like she was beautiful. Early 30s, late yeah. 20s. Gorgeous. And you out here feeling. That, that's random. Oh, and then he said insecurity. it was just something about you know me dating Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson. It made more women want me. Yeah. Did you did you hear that? that? Insecurity. I was just like, that oh my insecurity. god. Yeah, like, I did hear that. I was that was very disappointing. It was a very disappointing <sighs> yeah. part. He could have opted to just like not do the documentary. He, yeah. like he, that's 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 <laughs> when you're trying to when trying to be relevant fails. <laughs> he could have said no, sis. Like he could have really said yeah, no. Yeah, he should have opted out on that. But one. other than that, the documentary was so good. So, so I just recommend everybody, if you haven't already watched it, tune in because yes. it is is just, um, I don't know, perfectly done. Yeah. It was so good. I agree. I enjoyed it. I agree. And for 
black girls, now black women who grew up and, you know, initially grew up listening to like Debbie Gibson or New Kids on the Block and then Janet Jackson just came out like, yeah, we loved, we loved the Jackson five and we loved Michael Jackson. But when Janet came out, it was like, like there was such a connection. Like yeah. there isn't a song that like gets played from a catalog that I don't know. I was just like, Oh my gosh, she has all the hits. And all I, I mean, you hits. know that, but just hearing it all. And then also seeing the impact that she had on like all of the singers or yes. pop singers that came after, after her. her. Yes. Oh my gosh. Like, Complete legend. I know. Just I know. a complete legend. I'm so glad I got to see her at the rodeo. It was like the first show that I saw at the I rodeo. I saw her at Essence Fest. And I was like. And it was amazing. Everything. Like, yeah. I was mad that I never got to see Michael. God rest his soul. Rest in peace. But I was thrilled that I got to see Janet. And lastly, just want to say, after I saw that, I was like, okay, A&E got the documentary. So I am now in an A&E, in an A&E vortex where I'm watching, like, the Clinton Affair. They have a oh. lot of documentaries. So if you're into documentaries. I, I am over I here. I stand Love for them too so listen, a they've stepped up their game okay so Perfect. i'm gonna kind of take us to a little bit more of a somber place and i apologize for that but um what's popping for me is the tragic death of of chelsea chris um oh, yeah. the the miss usa unfortunately who um you know who took her life um earlier this week and i'll i'll say this listen um we are all here fighting our own battles. Yeah. And they look different from person to person. Yeah. And when you look on the outside, she, she obviously a, she beautiful, beautiful, a pageant winner, a lawyer, a practicing lawyer on was TV. on TV, mm-hmm. had, you know, didn't really want for anything, but obviously there were certain things that were missing that, you know, we, yeah. we won't know, um, being, being in the seat that we're in. Yeah. But, you know, all I want to say really just about that is, you know, I hope that she's at peace and um, you never know what people are dealing with. Yeah. And so it's so important to just make sure that you approach people with empathy yeah. and care. And we always talk on this show about giving people grace. grace. And um, because you don't know what someone's struggle is and what they're fighting in private, um, giving grace and being empathetic and not bringing unconscious or conscious bias or preconceived notions to to any interaction that you have with people is so important so I agree and I'll also say too I think that mental health is such a taboo topic and not a lot of people understand it especially in our community especially in our community and I'll say I suffer from anxiety and you know just trying to explain how I feel when my anxiety starts to kick in to like my loved ones is a challenge, right? Because, you know, when you have these things happening in your mind, you know, you don't recognize that it is, unless you've done the work, right? That is different, right? right? You think that, okay, like you, how can I explain? When you have these thoughts start to to pop up in your head, Mm -hmm. you don't have the tools to control them. Right. Right, because your brain is like a muscle, like any other muscle. Yeah. If you don't use it, then you know. Yeah. Or the if you use it, the stronger it gets. Yeah. But if you don't have the tools to kind of talk yourself out of whatever is going on in your head, mm-hmm. you know, it can be extremely difficult. And you know, I don't know what it's like to be suicidal, but I can only imagine like how her mind 
was playing tricks on her to get her to a point where she felt comfortable with taking her own life. And it's just, it's so crazy because I I have anxiety, so I understand what it means, like, when your mind is kind of playing tricks on you. But I still can't even understand it at that level. Mm -hmm. And I just can't even imagine, like, how tough it must have been. Yeah. For her to be able to 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 you know, um, I wouldn't say give in to it, but just, but you just know, take her own to life, succumb yeah. to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it has to be such a powerful feeling of I don't know, just grief, emptiness. You know, yeah. like <clears throat> so. I just I, I I don't know. I can't even imagine. But I I just you know wish that anyone who was dealing with suicidal thoughts or depression just you know seek help because I I heard somebody say like you know you won't always be in this sadness right Mm -hmm. like there will come a day again if you just live Mm -hmm. where you're happy again yep and so I just hope my hope and wish is that anyone who's dealing with thoughts of suicide or depression um that you talk to someone and get the help that you need yeah. And the reality is that there's there's no face of depression. Mm-mm. There's no face of anxiety. There's no mm. face of any of these things. Um, and that's why, like I said, it's important to just make sure that you you approach as many of the situations that you can with such an empathetic ear and yeah. an open heart and open mind. Um, and I know that we all in some way, shape, or form have gone through something, Yeah. right? And the brain is probably the most powerful muscle. Yeah, it's not it, the, is. it might not be the strongest physically, but it is the most powerful, powerful muscle. Absolutely. And so, you know, if you are having concerns, thoughts um, about, you know, harming yourself, um, I, I feel very compelled right now just to share the, um, the National Suicide Prevention uh, Hotline number, which is 1-800-273-8255. Again, that's 1-800-273-8255. If you find that these thoughts are becoming consuming and you feel like you have nowhere to turn to, um, please call that number. That's a place that you can go to to at least um, get uh, connected with some licensed professionals who can hopefully uh, help you and talk you through some of the things that you're you're suffering or having challenge suffering through or having challenges with. So on that note, again, hate to end it on such a heavy topic, um, but just felt compelled to kind of speak about that. But Kelly, appreciate the conversation. Love the conversation. Thank you for going, coming here with me, sis. I appreciate it. Thanks for holding my hand through I I appreciate you diving into the discussion. And um, yeah, thank you again to all of our listeners. And I'm going to continue to end your up continue to end our podcast with a huge thank you and appreciation for all of our for listeners sure. yes we and love y'all we appreciate the feedback please follow us at champagne wives podcast on ig on ig and you can email us at champagnewives at gmail.com all right well see you uh next week sis oh gosh yeah, same time week, same place same station it's um kind of so we said we were going to do 12 episodes this season yeah okay so we're on this is 10 yeah so 10. we have two more left yeah okay. um so we're gonna figure it out interesting things are in store for the last two yes. stay looking, tuned looking forward to it all right thanks so much everyone talk to you soon bye bye